You are listening to Go Doc Yourself, your weekly documentary book club. Listen in while we two errands dissect our most recent documentary find. Sometimes weird, sometimes mainstream, but always entertaining. Grab a cup of coffee and let's clutch. Hi, and welcome to Go Doc Yourself. I am Erin McCart. And I'm Erin McCourt. Welcome back, you guys. I hope you're ready to talk about wieners, because that's what we're talking about today is wieners. Among our favorite topics. Yes. Different than the Wiener Museum, (laughs) because that was so delightful. This week, we're going to talk about wiener dogs. So a little more wholesome this week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. So I saw an article or a news clip or something that said Beanie Von Weenie was the fastest wiener this year at the wiener race in California. So then I had to go look and see if there was a documentary about wiener races because that's what I had to see with my eyeballs. I had to see it. I mean, there's got to be some sweet things going on in this world, right? And little wiener Mm -hmm. dogs are funny looking. And to watch them run and potentially race, yeah, I need more (laughs) of that in my life. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, you guys. The documentary is called Lord of the Wings, a documentary spelled like dachshunds. I love it. It was done in 2005. It's 25 minutes long, so this should be short and sweet. Directed by Eliza Ballard. And I was able to rent it on the Amazon for $2. I will say, be prepared to look for it because as you type out Lord, of the it's all anything lord of the rings related yes. <laughs> it took me a yes. hot minute to be like sift 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 keep going <laughs> you know type 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 and then yeah it was funny yeah but if you have two dollars and 25 minutes to spare <laughs> i highly recommend this documentary it is so joyful and silly and i laughed and giggled the whole time yeah yeah i agree it was very fun this is a festival, a, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, an event, perhaps, maybe the best way. Mm-hmm. It's in Buda, Texas, which mm-hmm. of course I want to say Buddha, but that's not correct. And they have a sign, like the sign that lets you know you've entered their uh, township or whatever. Keep Texas beautiful. <sighs> I know. That was, it's rare you get that kind of wit on a sign. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> that was ordered and fulfilled that way. Like that was on purpose. <laughs> Someone paid so, for that. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. So this is 168 dachshunds racing over two days, and there will be one wiener to rule them all. The buns are so good. <laughs> yes. I'm so happy. Oh my God. Okay. So this was started by Diane Kretschy. I think that's how you pronounce that. She's one of the uh, the members of the Lions Club. And this is held by the Lions Club. And apparently her daughter lived in Savannah, Georgia, and they had a wiener race there. And she's like, well, by golly, we need one too. And I'm here to say everyone needs one. I will go to every single city that has one of these moving forward. I need to see them all. I mean, you did follow the dead. So you could probably also follow the weans. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And Diane had a dog named Teddy. And she also wanted him to be able to experience the excitement that was racing with his fellow dachshunds. Do you think like they'd been to therapy and he was like, I'm just missing something in my life. And she was able to fulfill that. I hope so. I think these are dog centered people, which I'm not getting shit about because this is something to behold. And why wouldn't you want to be a part of this? It's fucking adorable. It is fucking adorable. But I will say that every wiener dog I've ever met with maybe one or two exceptions have been not very friendly or nice. And granted, when you're that little, I understand you got to protect yourself, but they're really cute from a distance. I think statistically at one point they were the dog that's most likely to bite you, according to some insurance (laughs) stuff I once read, which makes me sound really boring that I was like, ooh, insurance statistics. But no, there was reason. I'm sure of it. But uh, yeah, it's not the uh, slandered pit bull or anything like that. You know, it was the the wiener dog. Toxins. Yeah. The wiener dogs and the chihuahuas. They'll get you every time. Those Rottweilers will just come up and give you kisses. But (laughs) yeah, there's a lot of attitude packed in that little package. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So one of the hardest jobs I think there is in this entire event would be judging the costumes. <laughs> right? How do you how do you pick and not give them all awards? I mean, and there's a shit ton of dogs. So, yeah. 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 They have a pet parade and it is more mm-hmm. dogs than just the wiener dogs because I saw like a big dog in a hula skirt. And I was like, I hope they trimmed it in the front so he could walk or she. I'm sure it was trimmed appropriately. We didn't want any accidents. Safety first. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's the parade, which all the pets can walk in. I'm sure if you got a pig or a chicken you want to put on a leash, (laughs) it's fine. Mm -hmm. Bring them on. But there's also a contest for the weans. And there are four categories. Silliest. Formal international which I was like what are they gonna wear like a beret or something or I had a lot of trouble with that too (laughs) and colorful is the last one which also blends with cilius how do you decide which category this goes into those are very blurry categories yeah and you said formal but I had best dressed which I don't know that there's a large distinction there but you know yeah well I will say that for the formal category, at least in this year, there was a group of winners. It was a bride and a groom, and they had like bridesmaids and best men. I don't know how many were involved in this, but it seemed like like four or something. Right. And the and the owners said that the dogs had raced before, but they've never finished the race. And I laughed so fucking hard because <laughs> I'm like, that's the race I want to see. That's the race I'm going to. I don't want to see greyhounds. Right. I want to see chaos. Well, prepare yourself. That might be on deck. (laughs) It's absolutely on deck. So you were mentioning the judge, and in this case, Mary Capps is the lady of the day. And she's, I think, specifically judging the best dressed category. So she's the one who had to really evaluate because there were several brides and grooms. So... 
the people that you're uh, talking about one-upped and brought a bridesmaid or something like that. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now, I was not aware of the prevalence of bad dog names. You get a little smattering in here because um, we find out mm-hmm. that Beavy, Bevy, Dixie Joe, and Tower are the dogs of the best dressed category winners this time. Tower? Like the leaning tower? They give no reference to where this name came from. So I'm like, that's a stupid name. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Even with a reference, I think it's probably a stupid name. It's a bad name. (laughs) Daisy wins international. And again, they don't explain to you what the criteria for international is, but Daisy won because she looked uh, like she was on a Parisian runway. She had some animal print on. And I'm like, which seems cool <laughs> considering there was, again, I'm like, okay, she had some sunglasses on, which is super fun. That I mean, anytime I wear sunglasses, I feel Parisian. Yeah, so absolutely. I get it. I get it. We have Carly Kay who wins the silliest and then Ziggy, which is an absolutely amazing dog name wins for most colorful. Mm-hmm. Now the distinction between the two, I couldn't tell you, like one of them had a set of wings on. It was very, whimsical but I don't remember what the other one even looked mm-hmm. like the the most colorful had like flowers like little daisies oh, yeah, all over yeah. okay yeah it was really cute but I don't I mean the one that won Silius was more colorful if you're thinking of actual colors if you're thinking colorful like fun that would also be Silius. I don't know it's very blurry the distinction probably probably you look at who's in the category and where you think you could win and you choose that category <laughs> Is what I'm I guessing. mean, it's possible. I can't refute mm-hmm. what you're saying. I would like to go okay. and discuss the town itself. I think there's a little bit of humor to be hit on here. Okay. okay. So okay. Bill Peterson is the editor for the Free Press for Buda, Texas. And he brings us the name of the town used to be Dupre, as in do pray for a train. Because back in the day, there was no train and they had no commerce or something. So thankfully, prayers get answered for the town of Dupre. And then they ended up changing it to a poor pronunciation of the Spanish word for widow, which I asked Riley about and he didn't know. So (laughs) we were like, okay. But it seems about right that somebody would mispronounce a probably lovely word and we get Buddha or Buddha out of that. But anyway, he tells this really boring story about these two widows. So I said, I hope they're secretly planning a robbery or something that was more interesting. Mm -hmm. And all of this is said over some truly amazing town parade footage. Yes. I just kind of glossed over the town history, but I really appreciated the Yeah, there's like the kids in the back of a pickup truck for like the T-ball or whatever. That's pretty standard if you've ever seen a small town parade, but there's like a guy Mm -hmm. driving an airplane that's also been made into a car. And I was like, that's what I'm looking for. But it's also, it was so tiny compared to him. Like his body was bigger (laughs) than the actual vehicle he was driving. It was like a little Barbie sized. It was hilarious. I, I didn't understand how it worked and how he fit in there. Maybe he's an amputee and so he just is propped up. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. But anyway, I too was like, I don't even know what this man is talking about, 
I'm so sucked <laughs> into this footage. So anyway, thank you for indulging me in talking about the town itself. No problem. Ugh. Okay. So the documentarians go around and like talk to people with their dogs and stuff. And there's one woman holding her dog and her kid is there and he's like, I don't know, 12, 10, something. And yes, that face right there is exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. That punk ass kid would not shut the fuck up. And she's trying to talk and he's already mansplaining to her at the age of 10. It is really bad. I, I mean, I understand like, oh my God, he's excited to be on TV or whatever. But like they couldn't do a take number two. And like the mom's like, look. I'll let you talk if you want to talk. Just please, you know, give some kind of factual something, something. Because then he starts talking about, well, our dog likes to eat poop. And it's also licking his face. And I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? Please don't include that. Hello? Yeah. And the mom was like, every time she'd start to talk, he would like cut in over her and talk over her. And she was just like, "Uh uh-huh, and laughing. And I'm like, ma'am, you need to nip that shit in the bud now. Now. I so said, my notes say, the dog's name is Greta. And I said, Greta, who may be crying for help on camera as her humans are a mess. That was the most rambling and exhausting story. I have no idea what they were talking about. I don't either. I don't, I don't have any idea what they were talking about either. I was just so appalled. <sighs> I worry for his that kid's future. Well, the future is now. I mean, that was <laughs> 20 years ago, so... Yeah. Yeah. How that didn't get edited out. I mean, was that possible that that was the best take? (laughs) It's possible. We could have edited all of that out and not had them included at all, except for, I will say later on when they're racing. So we go to the race and Greta doesn't do so well. Right. And it was all excuses. Oh, when she's in the outside lane, she just, when dogs are in the outside lane, they just can't win they want to be in the middle and so they take the time to go to the middle and then the very next race the very next heat the one who won was in the same exact lane that Greta was in so she's like oh maybe it's just Greta but all excuses look according to Marie and Thomas who are our mother and son who need some separation Mm -hmm. (laughs) the outside lane's the kiss of death okay yeah until it's not yeah Can I say the other thing that cracked me up with these like little interviews of contestants or participants, whatever you say, is the very last shot is like this weird, slow zoom in of the dog's face. (laughs) And I'm like, and it's not like a flattering look on the dog's face. It's just like wherever we landed, micro expression (laughs) captured. It is so bizarre. And it's usually because... Dogs don't always like to be held. And so it's so funny because some of these dogs, their face is like, you know, coming down. They're just like so unhappy. I have, there's also Denise who's interviewed and she brings her dog, Buddy, and they're in from Colorado and he's a mini dachshund. So there's some postulation on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. And then there's Ben and Krista who bring Jaggy fucking terrible name terrible to the race and they have high hopes as he's placed second against 
Simba, who's a three-time champion, so somewhere or other they're racing against him in a backyard. I don't know. But they're a really funny <laughs> couple because they are name-dropping that they know Copper, who is another champ. And last year, Jaggy made a mistake. I know. I know. So I'm like, do you guys ever get out of the house? Like, do you do anything else? Like, there's a whole wide world out there. Just seems like high stakes for these folks. Right. They also seem like the type of parents that would yell at their kids for missing, a, you know, a basket or something in, in basketball, <laughs> you know, at the age of five, you know, yeah. oh, you should have made it. And I'm like, this poor dog. So I think that's all the participants we talked about. I wanted to also mention that there's some discussion on the first time that they held the race and what a fiasco it was. God, I wish I was there. That's really saying something. So they were like, you know, yeah, like lying on the ground and like one owner down here or a stand in. I have no idea. And then the actual owner at the end of the course that was trying to call the dog to them. So Mm -hmm. I guess there were just dogs everywhere. Like there were people lined up on the edges of the like course, whatever. They had seven lanes. And so there's people and they're like, there's dogs going in between people. There's dogs all over the place, (laughs) which I find an interesting comment. Once we get to the later races now, they also decided um, there's a guy named Jim Fletcher who comes in and he is the race gate keeper. So now they've constructed some kind of apparatus that they can move because it's out in the middle of a field and it's got seven like little starting gates and they've rigged it up. So somebody can (laughs) like lever up the gates at the same time and they make sure that they tell you all about that they're moving at the same time and I'm like yes thank you for talking to me about I was concerned you would do it one at a time and the person in in slot one was going to have a head start on the person on slot seven yes yeah we get right it was just amazing and then there's this lady named Bobby and she comes into the Lions Club and is immediately asked to chair this event (laughs) And she has no idea what she's getting into because she was like, I had no idea about how big this thing was. And then they proceed to show you how big this thing is. And there's booths and there's crafts and there's an Elvis guy, like an Elvis impersonator. There's kids in a little train car driving all over the place, which I'm sure is not annoying at all if you're trying to get around. There's dogs and strollers. There's dogs and backpacks or like baby carriers who look absolutely miserable. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's like stands full of people. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, it looks like Burning Man or like Coachella or something. (laughs) There's so much going on there. Yeah, it's I mean, I'm I'm sure it's on par with those both of those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I had no idea the scale of this festival. And it probably is slightly smaller, but it seems to be the one big event in this tiny ass town that they gave to the new lady. I just... I think there's something up there. I feel like it was probably like whenever you start in a new lab, they ask you to be the safety rep. Like it's an honor, but you know, it just sucks and you don't want to be the safety rep because no one follows the safety rules and you don't want to be the hall monitor. So I feel like it's the same thing. No one wanted to do it. And like the new kid will do it. She doesn't have a choice. So I agree. I just think it's funny that they're like, this is a big deal. And I'm like, is it? Because you gave it to the new girl? 
I just think that there's something there that we need to run down. We probably need to go next year and ask questions. Absolutely. Let's hope it's not in the middle of summer in Texas, though, because that sounds like a bad time for everybody involved. Ugh. Yeah. It's going to take a lot to get me into Texas because I'm afraid I won't be able to get out. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We'll just call it Gilead. <laughs> That's a story yeah. for another Jeez. day. Okay. Mm. Okay, guys, it's uh, it's race time. It's race time. So, they've like we said, we've learned from the previous years of chaos. It's a little more organized. They have lines drawn on the grass. They have kind of barriers on the side, so they'll keep them in this one area. And they have their little gates. And... I don't know if you've ever watched little kids play any sport ever, but this is the same thing. Like (laughs) if you watch little kids play soccer, they all just follow the ball. They don't care what team they're on. They don't know what they're doing. They're just like kids, fun ball. And they just run. And this is the same thing. They open the gates and the dogs are like, eh, and they just kind of run (laughs) to the side and play with each other. (laughs) They're all over. Right. It's absolute mayhem. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And the owners are down at the end of the course making an absolute ass out of themselves. They're jumping up and down. They're swinging stuff around. They're on their knees. They're on their belly. They're calling for their dog amidst a crowd of people. I don't know how they expect to be heard. And it's hilarious. I also want to say... I saw the dogs being put into the little race thing and it's like a little porthole thing that you kind of unceremoniously shove them into. And I'm like, Oh, this yes. Has Peter seen this? It's (laughs) something. Well, let's hope none of them are too chunky. I mean, the holes weren't that big. So they really weren't chunkers. So, but yeah, like they pull up the gate things really fast and the dogs are like, Huh? funny and then one of them like happens to trot out and then that's when it gets going oh yeah there are a couple that will run in a straight line but most of them are just like roaring all over the place like they're just playing with each other and one woman said she felt bad because her dog didn't finish and she had to like go walk up to the middle of the (laughs) field as it were and get him and she was like oh my god that's the worst and then she realized that happens to a lot of dogs because she was like in the first race Yeah, that's not new. So, yeah, it's like a lot of track events, right? So they have heats, and, like, if you win your heat, you might get to go to the later ones. So that's sort of how they're doing this. So there are several races for you to revel in. I don't know what else to say. but And there are owners occasionally peppered in here, and they're talking about their strategy, but I feel like that's a generous statement. <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> to hear them talking about oh, yeah. stuff. Uh, there are toys, there's fried chicken, there's other treats involved, loud squeaky things. It's it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So, because I know you guys are really invested in this, we find out that Buddy, of Denise and Buddy, uh, the mini, gets a participation certificate that's going to be framed. Well, yeah. I mean, of course. I hope it's gilded. Big deal. It's going on the resume. Right? Mm-hmm. Greta also has a burnout thing. She's, I, I am worried for Thomas, but uh, that just doesn't seem to go well for Greta. There's a dog named Charlie who wins his heat, and we 
talk to his parents and they were like, yeah, we just found him up the way. He was a stray. And I'm like, what? There was a lot going on in this relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was there was so much going on. My boyfriend was watching part of this with me and he was like, there's an unsatisfied woman. I just have to say it out loud. And I was like, I don't think <laughs> you're wrong. No. I'm like, oh my God. That's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and Charlie made it to the finals, right? So we have a mm-hmm. final race with six dogs. We have Jaggy, Buddy, Dylan, Mo, Charlie, and Oscar. Those are our final six dogs. And let me tell you, my anxiety for these little guys was pretty high at this point. I'm invested. I need to know who's winning. But this is a different Buddy. It's not the Buddy that was discussed earlier. This is what I'm going to call Fluffy Buddy. Yes, it is Fluffy Buddy. Mm-hmm. And Fluffy Buddy does get third place. So he placed well. Jaggy gets second place. And our winner was one little Mo, whose owner had fried chicken at the end. And also, can I say that Mo, as the current, uh, in 2005, Lord of the Weens, as it were, was in lane one. You know, the devil lane. Right? Mm-hmm. So he thinks it's maybe the dog, not the lane. Or the owners. The dog was like, I don't need to go back to them. This is my chance. Freedom! Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Maybe he was hoping to get, she was hoping to get picked up by uh, new owners. Yeah. I don't know how you would prepare a dog for this. Like, I did obedience training with a dog when I was a youth and it was like you had to make them sit and like you'd walk 30 feet away and they were supposed to stay there until you called them. And then they were supposed to like walk around you and sit down. And I had a golden mm-hmm. retriever. So you can imagine about how well that went. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me a lot of this. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to. And these are a lot of young dogs because everybody's like, well, the old dogs can't keep up with the young dogs. And I'm like, the old dogs are like, I want that fried chicken. Okay. Like, fuck these other yeah. dogs. <laughs> It's so funny. It is. And one woman actually points out one of the reasons why she loves it so much is because dachshunds are like the least athletic dogs. I mean, and on one hand, I'll agree with her. On the other hand, if I could see a race of basset hounds, I would totally go see that because I think they might be slightly less athletic than even dachshunds. I would like a count of how many times they step on their own ears. <laughs> They're so cute. I love basset hounds so much but and i agree this is the one day that they can be like olympiad even though they're very much not built for it do you have an honorary errand for this i don't i should but i gotta admit other than the dogs (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think any of them were really really errand worthy okay to be honest i did choose bobby the poor lady who agreed to some shit before she really knew what she was getting into. And I feel like that's occasionally <laughs> been my jam as an errand. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's, that was my choice. I can completely get behind that. Mm-hmm. I will also say at the very end of this, if you watch the credits to the end, they do have a blurb and it says no wiener dogs were physically harmed, nor were their feelings hurt during the making of this film. 
All Ween's parents and friends went home happy, healthy, and well-fed. A good statement until you realize they did not use an Oxford comma, and now I can't like them anymore. Damn it. I know. Details matter. Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> we were so focused on the puns that we forgot the grammar. I don't think they forgot. I think it was an act of choice. <laughs> okay. It was a choice. Yes, I agree yes. with you 100%. This was the sweetest thing I've witnessed in some time. <laughs> it's so good. I'm telling you, the minute they open those gates and those dogs just scatter. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. I loved every minute of it. And I need to see it in person and pet all the dogs. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think we take bacon crumbles. I think that that's the level of treats that they deserve because they're athletes in training and they need protein. Absolutely. They're athletes. Mm-hmm. If only for a day. <gasps> if they would bring one with little leg warmers and a little <laughs> hip in, that would make me so happy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I need this in my life. I agree. I agree. (laughs) How can we be like functional adults and also such children? How do we do it? I don't know. I would argue that my boss might not agree that I'm a functional (laughs) adult yet. So I'm trying. (laughs) I'm trying. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So as amazing as that was, we're going to go a different route next week. Mm Mm-hmm. What are we doing next week? So in general conversation, we happen to be talking about Rumspringa. Mm -hmm. And turns out that there is a documentary called Devil's Playground. (laughs) Sounds very serious. It does. 2002 release, an hour and 17 minutes. I'm going to try to find it on Tubi. That's what the internet tells me. And again, yeah, this is Mm -hmm. about Amish teens going out into the English world and kind of peering around and then making their decisions if they'll return to Amish life or if they will uh, basically be ostracized the way I understand it. So we shall see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see the shenanigans that they get into. I can't imagine what a culture shock that is, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to get into. So, um, I hope that there's some, I I suspect there'll be some levity in this one. Like it'll be some seriousness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting. I know like we had discussed, there was a reality TV show about it, but I never watched that. Mm -hmm. So, and it makes the concept of Rumspringa makes a lot of movies, right? I think sex trip. Is that the name of the one where the kids going across country? Is it a national lampoons? No, it's like a, like a 2000s movie, like like when Eurotrip was big and some of that stuff. Right, right. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's sort of in the same vein, but um, they do have a Rumspringa running joke in there, so. But I'll, I'll get gotcha. my facts straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're going to throw in references, we should probably know what they are. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, we will ask to rate, review, and subscribe, and I'm going to personally ask you to watch this documentary, Lord of the Wings, because <laughs> it's so fucking good. And come see us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the webpage at godocyourself.com. We need to update some pictures. We got a lot more pictures we need to put up there from recent concerts and such. True story. Aaron and I feel like, at least I feel very hip and with it as we've been to live music two Fridays in a row. I know. And me just by default <laughs> because your boyfriend was sick. So I get pulled in. 
I'm okay. I'm perfectly okay with being second choice. We have had a blast. So, yep. Yes, it's been delightful. Thank you, Dave, and I'm glad you're feeling better. <laughs> but if you could be sick on a Wednesday in September, <laughs> to say for the next show, <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, yeah. Goodness. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you next week. Later. Bye. It's nice to meet you. Won't we meet again?